the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. With more than 30 years of experience, America's top female real estate investors one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey everyone, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. How's my wonderful family today? Everyone doing good? All right, I'm just checking in, making sure you're good, having some tea this Sunday morning. Oh, and I love my live enzyme tea. I gotta tell you what, I drink so much of that stuff. I don't. I hope it's super good for you because I drink terrible, ungodly amounts of that stuff. Delicious. All right, so today, uh, business by the book. Again, we're always talking about the book, and the book is the Bible. And I use a live application, new international version. So sometimes the words I read are not the same as exactly what's in your Bible because they all have different translations. But the gist of it is always the same. Um, today, we are going to talk about not having fear and and having peace during conflict. Like right now, our country, honestly, our country is in such a mess. And we are so divided. And everyone is on this side or that side. And the cancel culture, I mean, you know, if you want to be a guy in high school and play on the women's track team, that's okay. And then if you like that, that's great. You're wonderful. And if you don't like that, you know, you're a terrible racist or horrible bigoted person. And it's like there's so much conflict. There's so much negativity that you can't even have your own opinion anymore. Like literally, you can't have your own opinion. Me personally, I do not think any high school male even if he feels like he's a woman and he wants to live a transgender life, if he is intact, he should not be playing on a girl's sporting team. Period. You have a penis, they have a vagina. That's still happening. Now, you want to dress up and be a woman when you go out and about and you want to go in the girl's bathroom, whatever. You're an adult, you know, whatever. Live your life. Even though just live your life. But is, is that right? No, because you're a man. Whether you feel like one or not, you're still a man. And women can't compete in sports like that on the same level. Now, that's racist. Oh, my God. You're saying women are weak? Well, no, I'm not saying. So, see, there you go. It's no matter what you say, someone will find a way to turn it into something that it's not meant to be. And we are in a terrible culture right now. Really, we are in a terrible culture right now. And, and I really hate it. I got to tell you, being in my 60s, never in my life have I had to be so worried about the words that are going to come out of my mouth because I don't know who's going to be offended. So I just decided when I turn 60, screw everyone. I'm going to speak when I want to. And if you're offended, screw it. And if you're not offended, screw that too. I don't care. I cannot live my life and have peace and harmony in my own spirit if I have to worry that every single word I say is going to cause someone to think I'm something that I'm not. So I have a great Bible verse about that. So we are going to read Peter, 1 Peter 3. 18 to 15. Okay. Suffering for doing good. I'm not, I'm sorry. 18 to 15. <laughs> 8 to 15. People are like, 18 to 15? What are you talking about, Tom? All right. First Peter 3, 8 to 15. 
So this is First Peter. Uh, suffering for doing good. Finally, all of you, live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble. Gosh, if we could just live in harmony with one another, that would be something, wouldn't it? Okay, be sympathetic, love as brothers, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek the peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts set apart Christ to give you the reason for the hope that you have. Do this with gentleness and respect. Keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. So I actually read one extra verse. So we went to 16. All right, did you hear all of that? So let me just read it one more time. I know a lot of you, when you're podcasting, you're using your net time. Your net, N-E-T. You guys know what your net time is? I only learned that this week, so it's probably been around forever. <laughs> but I learned net time this week, and I was like, oh, I do that. Your net time, N-E-T, no extra time. So you're not devoting extra time to listening to podcasts. You're doing something you would normally do. Maybe you're going for a walk, and while you're walking, you're listening to a podcast. So you're not putting out no extra time to listen. You're doing this while you're doing something else. Net time, no extra time. Because I think if you told people, hey, I want you to sit down for two hours a day and listen to podcasts, they'd be like, because oh. I would. I was like, I don't have two hours a day to listen to podcasts. So I do listen to them when I'm taking a shower or getting ready or getting dressed or I'm cooking or I've got music on or podcast on or something on. So uh, I learned this week that, that we do it in our net time, no extra time. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know what? Now that that's been brought to my attention, that is exactly what I also do. I do it while I'm doing something else. So when I read the Bible verses, and then I read them twice. So in case you were not expecting a Bible verse, you did not recognize this was our Sunday uh, our Sunday service get-together at Wonderful over here. And you were like, hey, well, that caught me off guard. What did she just say? I always read the Bible verses twice. So again, First uh, Peter, um, Peter 3, 8 through 16. Okay, finally, all of you, live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic, love as brothers, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but be blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. Okay, so do everything with a blessing in mind so you can inherit a blessing. It's pretty simple. For whatever 
So whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. Like this cancel culture crap. Stop it. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you're eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. But in your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience. So that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ now may be ashamed of their slander. So this here, do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. So do not fear what they fear. So they would be people that are the unsaved, the heathens. <laughs> the unsaved. So the people who are not saved, eh, cursing and carrying on and sleeping around and drinking and partying and cheating at work and on spouses and just whatever they're doing, whatever they are doing. Now, Christians do all that stuff too, so don't get me wrong. We are nothing above anybody else. All we do is we have to be accountable to God, and if you're not a Christian, you don't. I mean, it says, do not fear what they fear. Don't be frightened. So... Especially right now in the world. I mean, I'm telling you, it's like if you've ever read anything about the book of Revelations and you've read about the end times and you've read any of that stuff like that, we are definitely living in the end times. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, at any minute, the whole rapture and all the crazy is going to happen. And the people who are saved, we're going to be spared. And the people who are not saved are going to live through one heck of a disaster. But they're going to know what happened. Millions and millions and millions of people that don't get taken will immediately, immediately go, oh my gosh, it's true. And just like that, they'll all get saved and they'll know the Lord. And those people will have to die for their faith. We live in a point right now, in America anyway, where we don't have to choose death over saying we believe in Jesus. We can openly, at least for today, we can openly say we believe in Jesus. Now, I think that, I feel like that the society has kind of taken a swing to where conservative people and people with conservative values and people that are Christians are sort of being deemed as the bad guys now, which I find really interesting that that has happened in the last few years. Because it's like, well, just because I have a conservative viewpoint and a conservative lifestyle and I'm pro-life and I have all these things, that doesn't make me some crazy, weird, horrible person to be terrified of. And nor should I have to not be able to say that that's how I feel. But if I'm pro every single crazy thing in the world, I'm like the coolest person ever. So it's like you cannot make everybody happy. You cannot talk enough to anyone to make everybody happy. You cannot please all the people all the time. So when it comes down to worrying about who you should people please, You should only worry about pleasing God. Because you will stand before God. You will be held to account. 
you will have to give a judgment for every word you've spoken and every deed that you've done. And I've done a lot of really rotten, I was really rotten in my 20s. I mean, not even a joke. I dated married men. I mean, I did a lot of drugs. I was a really rotten person in my 20s. It was the 80s, and I was so into cocaine and drugs and crazy stuff like that. And I always am like, oh, man. Someday I'm going to have to be like, Lord, I was ate up with Satan back then. I didn't know what I was doing. And so then I have to think, okay, well, the actions in my 30s and my 40s and my 50s and my 60s, I'll have a lot of really good things to report. But I will still be held accountable for the bad things. <laughs> and that's not a reason for someone to be like, oh, I'm afraid of God. I don't want to be with God. I have to be accountable. God can never forgive all the crazy things I've done. I mean, I slept with 10 married men. I had 25 abortions. I killed somebody. I did all this. No, God will forgive you for everything. Every single thing. That's the beauty about God. He forgives us for everything. Jesus died for all of our sins. So we don't have to worry about our sins and what we did. We don't have to fear God. We need to have a healthy respect. I mean, if you don't have a healthy respect for God, then you haven't been in the Bible long enough. <laughs> we need to have a super healthy respect for God, for sure. Like a little bit of fear of God, putting a little bit of fear of God into everybody is not a bad thing. It's kind of sort of what sort of helps us out. It's like, oh, mm, hang on a minute. God would not approve of what I'm doing right here. So a, a very healthy, fearful respect of God is a very good thing. But it's not a reason for someone to say, oh, I'm so bad. God would never take me. I'm just a mess. I'm a disaster. I'm a train wreck. I've done so many awful things. No, God will take you any way you are, where you sit, where you stand, whatever you're doing right now. All you got to do is just say, hey, Lord. I believe that Jesus died on the cross. I believe he rose for our sins. Today, I just open my heart and I invite you in. Just help me out. Like, work with me. Take me. I'm yours. Whatever. Just mold me into something. And that's really how simple it is to, to let God in you. And then you have God, the Father, and Jesus is God, the Son. And then the Holy Spirit is God, the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And that is that person inside of you that prompts you, gives you the promptings when you should or shouldn't do something. And I'm always telling you, God put it on my heart for this and put it on my heart for that or this happened or that happened. And um, that is the Holy Spirit guiding you, living in you, guiding you and helping you. And as you become a more mature Christian, you'll be less of a train wreck, but you'll still be a train wreck. I mean, I'm still a complete train wreck, <laughs> but I'm not as bad. I'm not like an 18 car train wreck. I'm more like a two, one or two car train wreck, you know, like, like, I've dumped off a lot of baggage at the back end of the long train I had. And I'm down to just a couple cars left here. And I'm, you know, I'm getting better all the time. But that's the beauty about, about the Bible. And that's the beauty about Jesus is that God takes us as we are. And even when we're saved and we do something stupid and we're like, oh, Lord, oh, why did I do that? Don't beat yourself up about it because God already saw it. He already forgave you. And that's the end of it. So it is so important for us just to have peace. The world is missing peace. I mean, there's just no peace in the world right now. I mean, the news is like, I can't even watch the news. I just had to shut the news off. And, I mean, I get like five minutes of uh, Newsmax a day just to kind of make sure that, you know, we're still America. And I unfriended hundreds of people over the last couple of years that just post a lot of negative stuff. And it doesn't have anything to even do with politics. Just people that post a lot of negative stuff. And I was like, you know, I just don't need any negativity in my life. I mean, we all have our own things happening to us at any given time that are 
bad things, like dealing with my health issues, and my husband has his health issues, and I have aging parents and aunts, and you know, just like those those normal things that happen in the course of your day and your life, those are the things that you should be helping and dealing and not worrying about like all the stuff going on and, and all the crazy people in the whole world. So we are not supposed to fear. And we are not supposed to fear what they fear. Because the bottom line is when it's all said and done and you're standing up before Jesus and your name is written in the book of life because you accepted Jesus as your Savior, you're going to get right on into heaven and everything will be washed away and all of your own personal uh, guilt and fears, they'll get washed right away too and you'll never have another negative thought, I don't think, ever again, ever, in all of eternity. I believe it's all just happy, wonderful you know, everybody hanging out. And and that's okay that we do things down here and that we do things that we wish we wouldn't have done. And we said things we wish we wouldn't have said. And we didn't keep our tongue from evil. And we did bad talk about somebody. And we did something that was not good. And we did all these things. God forgives you every single time. And that doesn't mean, like I'll use an example of having an affair. That doesn't mean if you're having an affair, you can say, oh, Lord, forgive me for doing that. And then you go back and do it the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. At some point, God's going to be like, okay, listen, he's going to convict you to stop doing that because that's not, you just can't just like, oh, Lord, I'm sorry I did that. And then do it again 18 days in a row. Okay, so there comes a point where, yeah, you can keep asking and God will keep forgiving you no matter what. But there becomes a point, too, where you're just taking advantage of the forgiveness and not trying to make yourself a better person. So let's just turn from evil. Do good. Let's seek peace. Let's pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to our prayers. So when you're just like, Lord, help me with this, and help me with that, and help me with this, and this, and this, and this. Show me. Teach me. Show me what you want me to be doing. When you're saying and asking those things, God is all over helping you become a better person and helping you to forgive yourself for the things that you've done and helping you to, to forgive other people and helping you to move past things. But all you got to do is just ask. Like the whole thing, even by getting saved, all you got to do is just be like, I just invite you into my heart. Like you just have to ask. That's all you got to do. You just have to ask. And no matter what you think, you are worthy and you are wonderful and you are amazing and you are a child of God. And whether you love God or not, he still loves you. So let's just keep our mind on having more peace. Okay, so I'm going to read this one last time for those of you that are using your net time. Send you off with the, the verses. Finally, all of you, live in harmony with one another. Let's do that. Be sympathetic. Let's do that. Love as brothers. Let's do that. Be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult but with blessing, because to this you were called, so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. Stop watching the news. He must turn from evil and do good, and he must seek peace and pursue it. Seek peace. There's nothing better than having peace in your heart, honestly. I have more and more peace every day. Every day of my life, I'm more peaceful about things. And I can sure tell you one thing. Now, compared to 10 years ago, my peace is like a thousand times over. It's so much nicer. I'm so much happier as a person. Okay. 
He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who are evil. So stop being an evildoer. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you will still be blessed. So every time you stand up for somebody, or you stand up for something, or you stand up for anything, and you're doing the right thing, even if other people around you don't think it's the right thing, you'll be blessed. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. But in your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you the reason for all the hope that you have. Some of you are always like, well, you're always so smiling and happy and hopeful. Why is that? Because Jesus lives in me, man. I'm so happy and hopeful all the time. But do this with gentleness and respect. Keep a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their own slander. Can I add one extra verse? It is better. It is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing harm. For Christ died for our sins once and for all. That's once and for all, the righteous for the righteous to bring you to God. So there you go. So have peace. Be calm. Watch your words. Stop watching the negative stuff. Stop getting caught up in negative things. And stop fearing. Have peace. There's many, many, I think there's like 300 verses or something in the Bible, 300 times that God says, fear not or do not be afraid. There's, it's in the Bible. You'd have to Google it. I think it's, I think it's, uh, watch me, it's like 30 times. I say 300. Ah, I think I, I heard someone say the other day, it's like 300 times where there's like something about fear not or do not be afraid. So you know what, guys? Let's go forth. Let's do our business. Let's be good people. Let's be followers of Jesus. Let's be followers of Christ. Let's not be afraid. Fear not. All right, so we'll be back next week or next time. Same bat channel, same bat time. Remember, the truth is in the red letters. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on wonderful.com and be sure to become a member.